Welcome to the All In Gold podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to go all in on your business goals and create the life of your dreams. If you're new to business and you're determined to create productive habits and positive mindsets to set you up for success, this show is for you. I'm your host and coach, Linda Drozdowich, and I'm thrilled for you to join me on this journey to business gold. Let's go all in. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the All in Gold podcast. I am recording this. I am so exhausted from getting a new puppy on the weekend. Bear is wonderful, but oh my gosh, so much work. Um, Anyway, my brain's a bit fried, but I am uh, recording this intro anyway because I did this amazing interview earlier today with Yvonne Bayer-Chung. And Yvonne is, she's an incredible businesswoman. She is the business advisor or a business advisor at the Women's Enterprise Center of Manitoba. And she advises and helps women in business with business plans and financial projections and all of the analysis that goes into that. She also teaches there and does marketing strategy and digital marketing workshops. Um, And so, you know, that's her uh, business advisor component. But then she's also a solopreneur herself. She has her own fitness company that has been operating for years called Yvonne's Fitness and she teaches Zumba and yoga classes. She had to pivot during the pandemic and so she is used to having to think on her feet and come up with uh, really flexible solutions to problems. So she has a wealth of experience there and she was also uh, in business for years with her mother with Palatal Stir Fry Express restaurants in Winnipeg. And she also has been the CEO, COO and marketing director for Za Pizza Bistro franchise with her brother. So she comes from a long line of entrepreneurs and she has the spirit to go with it. She's full of optimism. She's, uh, you know, advocates just taking action and working hard. And she's just a delight. So I can't wait for you to hear the interview that we did earlier today because we had lots to talk about. And I also want to remind you before we get going is that uh, if you were listening to this before October 26th, uh, there will be a challenge in my Facebook group, Be the Best Boss of You, which if you want to get into this challenge, just join the group or you can go into my Instagram, the link's in my bio. And it is a challenge uh, all about online networking. It's getting yourself really just immersed and embracing the fact that we are really operating in a virtual world right now. And just to find tips and strategies and tricks for making yourself comfortable, uh, connecting with new people, In fact, the whole point of the challenge is to make three new connections, like real human connections 
online. So I invite you to come to that. It's going to be a fantastic three-day challenge. And that's in the Be the Best Boss of You Facebook group. So come and join. We are, it's it's just a wonderful party in there and I'd love to have you come. So uh, without further ado, we're going to dive into this wonderful conversation with Yvonne. Welcome everyone to today's live video. I've got Yvonne Bayer-Chung here with me and you might know Yvonne because she runs a Zumba, a very popular Zumba studio in Winnipeg. I've taken her classes. My daughters used to take her classes and uh, she's an amazing businesswoman. She not only dances, but she really is amazing at business. She has a family history of being in business, and now she's working at the Women's Enterprise Center, also helping women in business. So she is a wealth of knowledge for us, and I'm so happy she's here with us today. We were just setting up the technology and talking about the challenges all of us have about facing new technology right now, about communicating online, and uh, reaching out and connecting with people on the computer. So this is a perfect start to our conversation today. And I want you all to get to know Yvonne and, uh, and learn from her because she's got so much to teach us and so much value to give. So welcome Yvonne, thank you for coming. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Linda. It's truly such an honor to be on your show today. And uh, yeah, it is really great to actually do this process where I am doing a Facebook Live and a podcast with you. Because again, this is also new for me. It's new for so many people using the digital technology that we have. And of course, you know, Zooming, everybody has been Zooming and doing a lot of their work and uh, events online. So I'm really happy to be here today. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And I'm going to do one caveat. I just got a new puppy on the weekend. And so if you if I am distracted or if you hear whining, my podcast editors will be able to take the whining out. Oh. <laughs> I'm hoping that he's quiet for half an hour. So again, just part of the reality that we all have faced, either working at home or you know, doing Zoom calls with family around, kids around, dogs, like it's it's the new reality and we're just going to go with it. So, and I want, you know, I want you to tell us about your business. And I know that you did um, with your Zumba business, you had to do some pivoting and teach online at the beginning of the lockdown. So tell us about, uh, tell us about your business and your experience of change right now with COVID. Yes, absolutely. So um, even as we were heading into March 2020, I think all of us were still in denial that this COVID-19 virus was coming. And it wasn't really until, you know, mid-March when everybody was talking about the lockdown and, you know, switching over from um, working, you know, in the office to 
working remotely, uh, that's when I realized, wow, what do I do with all of my Zumba and yoga classes? For those of you who who don't know me, I've been running Yvonne's Fitness now for the last eight years out of the Lindenwoods Community Center and uh, offering, you know, more than 10, 12 classes a week. And a lot of my clients, of course, it's a great way to de-stress um, and, of course, connect with the community there. Um, and, you know, we some, some of my clients I see almost every day. So I knew this was going to be a huge challenge is, you know, from moving, um, being live, uh, present, you know, at the Lindenwoods Community Center, how do I bring this on into people's homes? Again, this was a new, <laughs> new territory for so many of us. Yeah. And uh, together with my husband and actually my children as well, my, I have two daughters, two teenage daughters, um, we just figured out a way to stream while well, we tried it both at the center, then we then we tested out at home. And of course, with the lockdown ending, we knew we had to quickly switch over to setting up bright at home. And uh, our goal, you know, our goal, my goal is to deliver the best customer experience. So from a client point of view, I knew that video and audio would be extremely important. So um, there was a lot of testing and retesting. Um, my husband quickly went on to Amazon and was making sure that we ordered all the proper hardware. And again, we tested, we kept testing the sound and tweaking it and making it better and better. So really the first week of lockdown, I probably ran about a dozen or so classes. Um, at that point, they were all, you know, free of charge. Everybody was doing it uh, free of charge as we were testing out, um, you know, the video and audio. And then at some point, then towards the end of the end of the month, uh, at that point was when I started to charge just a nominal fee because as an entrepreneur, it's, um, it's always hard, especially during these times, you know, you can never, um, you know, don't undersell yourself. And again, people do appreciate what you do. And, you know, my clients, when I started charging, even though I felt badly, uh, they're like, no, it makes sense. We're, you know, we're happy to support you and your business. So Yvonne, that is a brilliant point that I'd love to hear you talk more about women underselling themselves, feeling bad for charging for their services. I think so often uh, women, myself included, you know, when we're selling something and it's something that brings us joy and is easy for us to do we feel like, how can I charge for this? How can I, you know, it feels really uncomfortable to put a price tag on that. And yet you're in business, you're in business to make money. And that is a, uh, a, a mindset that a lot of women really struggle with. Can you talk about that some more? Because I think that's really a very common, common experience for women in business. Yeah, it, it is so hard because, you know, again, we, um, it's a lot of, it's mostly mental, you know, we doubt ourselves. So even um, the most confident women um, often, you know, at the end of the day, we're like, oh, if we start charging, people might start complaining, or uh, should I really be charging in these difficult times? And um, yeah, we, we need to get over that. 
because, you know, there is value um, in terms of what we bring to the table and the services that we do provide. And, you know, with, with any business we do, business venture that we uh, undertake, uh, we have, there is a competitive advantage. I always talk about this when clients come here at the center uh, and really, really analyzing that. So step back and look at uh, what is it that you have an edge over, you know, other companies, other competition. And remember that, remember that value that you bring to the table and make sure that you, you know, charge accordingly. Because again, I had to go out there, buy all the proper software, there's time. We spent hours and hours trying to figure this all out, test it all out. So all of this um, takes time and energy. And at the end of the day, if you are running a business where this is your bread and butter, you know, you live off of the income, then you need to charge accordingly. Right. And I think that's a great point is to think of uh, that. That was a question that you posed to me. Um, was think of the competitive advantage that you bring you know what what is special about your business or your service that you can offer that nobody else can yes. um, that is just unique to you i like to think of it too as you know i think that sometimes stops people in thinking like oh i have to be uh the best i have to be the most uh special i have to like i can only charge if i am better than all my other competitors and it's not that it's it's that you have something to contribute that it's particular just from you you know it's special just because it's coming from you and not from anybody else sorry <laughs> that's the dog Aww. but that you are providing something uh just unique to you and it doesn't have to mean that you are the number one authority in your business or in your service but that you have something to contribute and uh that's that's an important message as well when we're um when i'm helping women dealing with their uh fears of not being enough not being good enough not being able to charge for their services. So I think that's that's a great point. Think of your competitive advantage. Think of what you want to contribute. You know, that's that's so important. Yeah, and that's really key too. And and I like how you brought up the point. It's I mean, of course we all want to be the best in our fields and and so on, but actually everybody has something unique to offer. So even if you look at the fitness industry, there there's a lot of Zumba instructors and a lot of yoga instructors and other fitness instructors. Uh, yet they are able to build their own following. You know, yeah. they, they uh, their yeah. clients are drawn to them in different ways that, you know, maybe they're not drawn to me and, and vice versa. So people have to remember that, that, you know, you do have your clientele that just love and adore you. And, you know, you have to reflect and look at that. What is it? Is it my connection that I have with people? And, and again, a lot of these services really at the end of the day, it, it's about experience and feeling. So if, if your clients leave your class feeling like a million bucks and perhaps, yeah, you're not the, you know, the, the number one dancer, you know, this is in the Zumba world. There's so many people that are amazing dancers that are Zoom instructors. It's really about being a good instructor 
instructor and not just being a good instructor, but really like inspiring and motivating your client to um, exercise and, and stay fit and healthy and happy. That's so true. And what inspires and motivates one person may not inspire and motivate another person. So it is, it is finding that unique quality that yeah. is special to you that is, you know, is going to resonate with other people. That's, that's such a great point. Um, and you, you said that um, you've been in business for, for many years, right? Like you, yeah. you know, fitness with Yvonne is you've had for eight years, but you, your family had restaurants for many years, right? Yes, that's right. So uh, Yvonne's fitness, of course, was my passion hobby job that turned into a full fledged business, which of course, I hope to continue until I'm 99. Um, yeah. but my background actually is in restaurant and hospitality. And um, I've been involved in uh, the opening of about 15 restaurants here in the city. So uh, it all started with a Asian stir fry place called Palatal Stir Fry Express. Uh, it's a family run business. I opened the first location with my mother uh, near the University of Manitoba. This is 25 years ago. So I'm really oh dating God. Um, and uh, and that was an amazing experience. And then about 16 years ago, we streamlined that concept, and um, we made it more because we saw the fat. There was a demand for the fast casual dining market. There was growth in that, and of course, people were moving towards. You know, uh, they were very health conscious and wanted. They were very specific as to what they wanted in their food. So we created the express concept, the express version of Palatal Stir Fry Express and opened another four locations here in the city. So um, you have a long history of, like you opened that restaurant with your mom, mm -hmm. so you have a long history of seeing women as entrepreneurs, seeing yourself as an entrepreneur. Um, what, like what quality did your mom and you possess at, you know, you were, young when you got started, what quality did you, did you have that drove you to be a business owner? Like it's, it's not a, it's not that common to, to, to be, to have that drive from such an early age. So what was it, what did you see in your mom and what did you see in yourself at that age that made you get into business? I know that was, of course, a lot of people were very surprised. Um, they and they thought, and a restaurant? You want to open a restaurant? That is hard, hard work. Uh, but again, we, you know, my my mother is my source of inspiration. She oh. is. I mean, it, when you meet her in person, she's a breath of fresh air. She's, you know, truly uh, charismatic and and very friendly, and 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 is so she connects well with people. Um, and so she actually could probably take any kind of business and open it and, and run it fabulously. Um, from our travels at that time, we traveled a lot. Um, around the world, particularly to Asia, um, we just noticed that there was this special dining style that wasn't in Winnipeg. And um, I, I think we've just, our family, we've always been very entrepreneurial and um, uh, I guess we, we're just go-getters. We do it. We do nice. it. 
Yeah. So uh, we just thought, hey, we should bring this concept to Winnipeg where you can choose what you want in your stir fry and then our chef cooks it for you. So just, you know, I guess that sense of um, adventure, sense of experience and um, and then just, you know, uh, I guess taking that leap of faith that we can do it, even though at that time we had no experience in opening a restaurant. So what, like that go-getter um, sense of adventure that you have in you, how do you inspire that in other women? Because part of the work you do now is you work for the Women's Enterprise Centre and you're a business advisor. And so you meet with other women in business, uh, women starting their businesses. How do you inspire that, um, that taking action kind of energy that you need because um so many of us get stuck in planning and we're trying to make it perfect and we have these ideas but we have all the self-doubt that's holding us back like how do you inspire uh your clients to take action uh, i think a lot of people say i'm uh very positive so i i am i'm truly an optimist I do, I do believe in the positive side of, of everything. Uh, and I think that's really been um, a big part of my life because, yeah, there is a lot of, you know, naysayers. There's a lot of people who say, oh, you can't. or And then you start saying that to yourself. No, I can't. And I, and I do have a background in business. I, I, studied, I did my MBA at York University. So I, I am, um, you know, I do have an analytical mind and I do believe in planning. But at the same time, I know I know what, how that feels. Sometimes you, you over plan or you plan too much. Or, or sometimes I see, you know, people doing, they, they go through this, what I call analysis paralysis. Yes. <laughs> you know, where you just, okay. <laughs> I, and, it, and I'm all for planning, but I, I can see some people down that road where, uh, you know, they're just getting stuck on the, the analysis. I, I think at the end of the day, you know, I think being optimistic and uh, surrounding yourself with people that, believe in what you do that you can do it is really important because if you surround yourself or you um go to people who uh you know take you down uh, a downward spiral of course that's not going to uh, help you with launching your business so i think that's a comment that even my colleagues here at the center say that i am very optimistic and i have this positive energy and um and i think it's something that's it's been with me uh all my life. That's amazing. And it sounds like you would have gotten that from your mom if she was, you know, if she, yeah. she sounds like such a charismatic and dynamic person. So absolutely. Um, I was going to ask you, what challenges are you finding that uh, because of COVID right now, you know, we talked about people can have self-doubt and uh, get stuck in over planning. What challenges are you finding right now that women who are trying to start businesses or pivot their businesses right now? Like what are people coming to you and that they're facing in Winnipeg right now? You know, like restrictions are, are narrowing even more. Um, so what are you finding that people are coming to you with right now? So the challenge right now, of course, you know, 
the restaurant hospitality industry has been very much impacted by all of these restrictions and closures. Uh, there, there's no doubt there's a movement towards um, um, going virtual, right? Yeah. For restaurants, it's really about um, staying open and being top of mind in terms of um, pickup, delivery. Um, you know, sometimes what happens, we think we're just going to scale back and shut down. And um, of course, I'm involved with the Za Pizza Bistro chains um, here right. in the city. Yeah. That's the other um, um, big part of my life the last couple of years. In case you didn't know, a lot of people think it's a, it's a giant franchise. It's actually, it's a Winnipeg local brand created by my brother and family. And so I've been, um, I was the COO of Zaw Pizza Bistro for um, two years before I came to Wacom. And, um, you know, of course, because we have franchisees, there were some that chose to close um, against our advice. And then there are others that remained open. And I can tell you the ones that remained open during the times of COVID um, have no doubt survived better in terms of sales and maintaining their sales than those that did shut down. Um, as we enter our second wave, there's no doubt, like all of our locations, they are on board for um, you know staying open at reduced capacity um, and just, you know, offering something to the customers, letting them know that you're still there, that we are there to deliver on all the different um, platforms, whether it's Skip the Dishes, Uber Eats, DoorDash, to pickups and having specials, you know, uh, online specials as well. So it's, um, it's truly a challenge to, um, you know, switch your business. So whether it's um, selling at a restaurant, you know, for my Zumba business, it it's continuing with offering um, virtual classes. That's really really important, um, and uh, and and looking at this as as how what what's the opportunity for me during these these COVID times, and right. there there must be some way to channel your business to get your service out there. So, you know, whether you're in the restaurant, the fitness business, uh, whether you're teaching, I mean, I think all, all the consultants now have to go online as well. Like, I mean, we're all, we're all on Zoom, right? Yeah. So um, it's staying connected uh, with our clients, not only just on Zoom, but also on social media. So social media is now an even bigger, big, a larger part of our lives. Absolutely. So for you, it's like a combination of hard work, optimism, and, you know, and embracing the virtual world, the virtual experience. I think those are our keys for, for staying afloat right now in business, you know, is, is still believing it's possible, right? Absolutely. And, and working hard, but being able to be flexible which most entrepreneurs are, you know, by nature, they're creative, they are uh, problem solvers, you know, they're critical thinkers. So, you know, being able to be flexible is, is one of the traits of being an entrepreneur. So, you know, but transitioning to uh, a virtual experience has been challenging for a lot of people. Yeah. So it's, it, you said it like you have to, I think by nature, yes, entrepreneurs are very flexible and adaptable, but sometimes it's out of our comfort zone, this whole digital marketing or going on Facebook live or using a podcast format. Sometimes you just got to do it, just yeah. embrace it 
try it out. And, you know, again, if it, and you learn each time you do it, you know, the first time yeah. might not be smooth, but already the second time you already know what to expect. It will be a lot easier. Like I even say that too, with my Zumba clients, the first Zumba class is always overwhelming. You don't know what to expect. You feel like you have two left feet and <laughs> You're not going to get the choreography right away. So that's the same thing when we embrace new technologies or new ways of doing business. We might kind of fumble through it and stumble through it. And that's okay. Because sometimes again, if we get caught in this analysis paralysis saying it's not going to be 100% perfect, so I'm going to wait, then you get stuck, right? So sometimes yeah. you just have to do it may not be 100% perfect. And that's how it is in the digital world. There's, it's amazing how many times I've done now my webinars on Zoom with Zumba or yoga and something goes wrong. Like there's, yeah. you know, like there's little things that you, you, you learn um, as you do and as you have, as you go through the experience yourself. Yes, and learn as you go. It's an interesting thing, I think, for women. Like, I have two teenage daughters, uh, the same as you, and um, I think that's not a trait that is taught in schools. You know, we are, as we are taught to not make mistakes, like that making mistakes is wrong. Uh, we're not supposed to learn as we go. We're supposed to learn, get it 100%, write the test, and then move on. There's not a lot of practice for um, you know, making mistakes and errors and learning from them. And I think that that's a quality that we have to nurture in ourselves is, is being able to um, be okay with it being a learning process yeah. and learning as you go. And um, uh, that's something that I see, like I'm doing more of myself. And for me right now, I, I've taken on what I call a massive fail plan. And I am like, I am doing so many things with the intent that I'm going to fail with the intent that things are not going to go right and things aren't going to go smooth. And that I, my dog is going to be whining while I'm doing a, a recording and that I, um, I'm going to learn from all of those things as I go. I love it. I love how you you spin it too in a in a very positive sense because I I take it too that you you know you're all obviously a very positive person as well, but just just to kind of make that statement I'm going to take this massive failure plan and uh, and learn from it. So again, you spin it positively, and so again, it's that it's like reframing your mindset. Yeah. And uh, and then at the end of the day, you will learn. And I, and I, that's the other thing I always tell, well, my girls, but friends and clients is that, uh, you know, we are constantly learning. There, yeah. there is no um, cookie cutter set template. And what worked for your business today could be different tomorrow. And that's in, in so many yes different aspects. So, um, so yeah, so even, you know, at my age, and even though I've been involved in many different business ventures, I, I always feel like I'm, I'm learning every single day. And I, I learned a lot from you today, Linda. No, that's so good. You know, before we go, I want to ask this one question that I'm, I, I think is interesting for, especially for you right now. What would you tell your younger self right now, like from the point of view where you are right now, 
what would you tell your younger self who was just getting started in business? Uh, you can do it. You can do it. You, you can do it. Just so you know, good. No, you can do it because we we have all these self doubt, and I mean, it's of course you know shaped by our experiences. So at a very young age, you know, whether it was you know a negative experience, whether it's um, bullying, right? It, it, it could. There's so many um, factors, and even and failures, and perhaps how did our parents at that time or friends react? Um, you know that does shape us and, and and that's our mind our, our mind frame but yeah just to keep telling uh my younger self that you know you can do it don't don't doubt yourself oh i love it <laughs> you can do it okay we got to end there because that's just brilliant <laughs> thank you so much for coming on yvonne this oh, was so fun yes lots of fun thank you so much for having me linda welcome and we will talk soon and uh yeah just uh you know good luck with with your businesses right now and uh yeah and all the things that uh, women's enterprise center is offering is there anything coming up that uh in the women's enterprise center that uh you know the winnipeg women business owners need to know about yeah so if if they haven't heard already uh, the women's enterprise center we are offering um, relief recovery fund loans 40,000 so very similar to SEBA and that deadline has been extended to December so originally it was end of the summer and then it's been extended to December so um, if any women-owned businesses have been affected uh, by COVID and were unable to access any of the COVID relief funds uh, they can certainly come and contact me here or at the center uh, and apply for the $40,000 uh, relief fund. Okay that's yeah. great to know good mm -hmm. You. I'm glad I remembered to ask that because that is important and it's yeah, yeah for for people to know what's out there. It's, and then of course the recovery piece as a BA, you know, we talk about not just uh, you know handing over the funds for relief, but moving forward. What were what will your business look like um, a year from now, but even two or three years from now, and how are you going to get there? Oh, that's so fantastic! Good. Thank you so much. <laughs> Just a delight. Uh, I, I, I would love to do this again sometime. There's, For sure. <laughs> that was so much fun. I was so happy that Yvonne agreed to come on the show. She has so much information and knowledge and she really just does exude uh, that optimism and that go-getter personality that uh, entrepreneurs have and she just inspires uh, inspires you to believe that you can do it and I just love that so thank you so much Yvonne and I want to remind you uh, a couple things that uh, work she works at the Women's Enterprise Center of Manitoba and there are uh, loans that are available for women in business uh, that they've extended the deadline until December 1st. And also, I want to remind you to join my challenge that is taking place in the Be the Best Boss of You Facebook group. It is all about online networking, making connections, uh, inspiring each other to reach out and find that real human connection with each other while we are uh, dancing in this virtual world. So 
please come and join me in the Facebook group or uh, the link is also in my Instagram and I believe it's also in my LinkedIn as well. So you can find me anywhere. I'm all over the place, but I'm really going to be focused and concentrating in the Facebook group on this challenge, getting us all really uh, just happy to be in the virtual world and still feeling uh, like we're part of a community because that's what we are. We are a community and we support each other and we love each other and we take care of each other. So uh, I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Thanks for listening to the All In Gold podcast with me, your host, Linda Drozdowich. If you're loving what you're learning in the podcast and want more coaching tools to help your business grow, go to lindadrozdowich.com and hop on a call with me to see if one-on-one all-in gold coaching is right for you. Bring your business and life to the next level. Go to lindadrozdowich.com and let's go all in.